Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. You are now listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Um, this week's episode is, you know, we haven't even re- started recording it yet. And I already know that this is going to be my favorite episode of the season. Um, I I have done a lot of podcasts. I have met um, a lot of podcast people. And sometimes when you meet someone in in this game, um, your energy matches and they become one of your favorite people in the entire world. And my guest this week is no exception to that. Um, You can catch her all over social media with Housewives and Chit Chat. Uh, she is part of the three plus one media family. Please welcome the brilliant, the amazing, the national treasure that is the one and only L Murasaki. Hello, oh, ma'am. Oh my God. That honestly, can you come with me everywhere and do all <laughs> of my intros? I'm like, is somebody cutting onions? <laughs> yes. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, I am so excited. Like immediately, yes. You know, <laughs> and I was like, how fast can I? <laughs> like, did I hit sin too fast? Did I look thirsty? <laughs> full, full disclosure, listeners, uh, when I emailed Elle to ask her to be on the show, she was like, like within 30 seconds of me hitting send, I had a reply. And I was like, yes, this is going to be great. Like immediately. (laughs) Yes. I was like, I didn't even tell my husband. So like on the business side, I'm in front of the camera, but my husband does like all of my audio. He produces everything. We're in business together. So any podcast, anything that I do, you know, we talk about it. Like he's the manager, so to speak. I didn't even tell him. I was like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Details to come later. I'll fill you in, bud. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. So tell me then, what is your favorite song right now? I feel like if you know me, you you know where this is going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my favorite song right now is Heated. And I, I went back and forth with that because Thick is actually on the playlist, but Heated by Beyonce. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. As a beehiver, it took me, honestly... A second to fall in love with this album and when I had to answer the question like what I was expecting from Beyonce this time around I really didn't know I just didn't expect this <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm a Jersey girl like I love house music so it was like it, it just took me a second to wrap my mind around this is Beyonce you know yeah. but heated. heated excellent answer excellent answer um I just the the transitions alone on this album are just flawless. She understood every assignment like somebody did the reading. Like no, they reading glasses were on, okay? <laughs> they were like classes in session. I just sonically it's just really really a great album. Um her samples were amazing. Uh I want to say I think it was Robin S for the sample in Break My Soul. Yeah. And she said she's doing number. Like she started touring again because Beyonce sampled her music. And that 
It's the power of music. Like I, yes, that's, that's the queen. <laughs> yes. So who, who is an artist uh, that you feel like everybody should be listening to right now? Besides this Beyonce. Um. So, right. Besides, besides Beyonce, but also because I am a Beehive fan, this album, this playlist has to talk to each other, right? Crystal Waters is an yes. artist that everybody should know. Uh, the song I picked was 100% Pure Love. Because, yes. Yes. Like, duh. Yeah. But Crystal Waters is definitely one that you should be listening to, one of the godmothers of house music. Yes. Just. Ugh, the 90s I love it in living color like it just crystal waters like <laughs> <laughs> so taking it back a little bit um what is the first song that you remember hearing this one was one of the easiest questions on the playlist where I feel like most people would normally stumble this one kind of sums up my life but my mom as a baby used to sing eight days a week by the Beatles that was my like comfort song like I'm crying whatever so like self-soothing and and that my mom has a phenomenal phenomenal ear Uh, my family very musical on my mom's side piano organ all of that um few singers my mom could not hold a note if you super glued it to her lip <laughs> at all but she's got the ear for it and so most of me falling in love most of like my music shaping comes from my mom I love that she can like you can play a song and she can this came out in 1932 like all all the way back the earliest date that I ever heard my mom quote was a song that came out in the 1920s Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, and she'll be like, oh yeah, this was summer of such and such. I was wearing this, this was happening. The 1920 song was a show that used to come on TV. And she remembered as a kid falling asleep to it. And my grandmother told her that it came out in the twenties. And so that's how she knew it. She, any music trivia game, she could probably beat. Oh, wow. You may have to have your mom on the show. No, it really, like, it's her party <laughs> trick. You know, on the music choice they give you. Um, so back in the day when we were in Georgia, we would have cookouts at the house and my dad would put on a music choice channel and my mom would have to turn her back and guess it. Like my mom can go like pound for pound, any genre, like <laughs> she's good. Oh, wow. That's incredible. <laughs> she's just good like that. We stand your mom now like (laughs) she owns this podcast (laughs) that's right I will have to let her know she'll love that (laughs) she's like what is what is this now (laughs) (laughs) um what is the song that always makes you cry don't laugh no absolutely no judgment um I want to break free queen huh I just, the the chords honestly really just do something to you in the song and they give you that drum up feeling. And I know the song is like, you know, about a relationship or whatever, but that like, that grittiness in the, I want to break free is so like, me too. (laughs) And it's just, it's one of those like uncontrollable cries. Like it can be playing in a mall and I will be like in the middle of the Levi story, just like one soul tear down my face. Like, I don't, I just feel it. <laughs> I really just feel it. And it's like, no, it's okay guys. It's just a song every time. <laughs> like really lame, but I love it. My daughter is a queen fan. She's nice. eight, So parenting is going well. Uh, right. <laughs> But that is like one of her favorite songs and she'll like play it in the shower and I have to go in the bathroom and give her like toothpaste or something. I'm like, oh, I'll be back. Like it just <laughs> it really just does it for me. Like instant cathartic moment. I love that. What is your guilty pleasure song? <laughs> this song, I don't even know this artist passed this song so I'm not even sure if you know her but um Maren Morris 
okay it, it did i did yes. i just sound ignorant kiki palmer no. like, sorry to no, this woman. you're good um my she has a song my church i again i think it really just describes my love affair with music like any genre any artist like you can find yourself in music and there's something we can all listen to the same song come back with 90 million different opinions and things that struck us and you'll hear a beat and a breakdown or a chord progression I'll hear the lyrics whatever somebody will hear the empty space and uh, you could flip this and do that it's just it's my church <laughs> yeah. I love, I love it. it that this is one of my favorite songs my husband be like turn that song off he, he <laughs> no shade to the artist but he thinks that song is absolute trash he is like I think you are too knowledgeable about music to be in love with that song. And I'm like, nobody asked you. I mean, sometimes, yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> what is the best song to sing in the shower? The best song to sing in the shower <laughs> is anything Whitney Houston. Yes. Um, but my new favorite song right now to sing in the shower is Something in Common, Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Nice. Excellent song. Oh, God. Her, oh, the last like 30 seconds of that song, her runs and what Whitney. Oh. Yeah. I can geek out all day long. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All this day is... long. But yes, we got something in common right now is top tier shower song. Elise, like, are you yes. even showering if you're not singing that in there? That's true. That's true. If, <laughs> if, if you're, if, if you're not giving just a full on reenactment of Whitney's concert for the troops, pretending you're in that red dress with the buttons up the back, then like, you're not clean. You're not <laughs> clean. Like <laughs> we can skip past all of the feet debates, all of the leg, let the soap run down. We can skip past all of that. If you didn't do the Whitney part, you're not clean. Hate to break it exactly. <laughs> what is the song that best summarizes what love is? Um, so I am a Pisces, my Venus is an Aquarius, and so this is going to get very clingy, but forever mine, the OJs. Nice, excellent. Like, don't you ever think about leaving? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Ever mind the OJs. On the flip side of that, what is the best song about a breakup? I'm still a Pisces with a <laughs> Venus and Aquarius, so <laughs> I'd rather go blind, Edit James. Nice. Because like, what are we even doing? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Me watch you with her? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Yeah, absolutely not. It's um, for me, it's it's always been um, Shirley Bassey, I who have nothing. Ooh. That's good. I had some Tina Turner on there as well for breakup song, but I was just like, yeah, no, I don't need to see it. <laughs> 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 it's either I go blind or I go to jail. And I, I think I can function more around the blind part. So right. <laughs> what is a song that you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you realize uh, that it hasn't exactly aged well? Um, <clears throat> there are a lot of songs <laughs> now that have not aged well. <laughs> But my, like, how did this get the party going? Like, what, like, what was this? Was B2K, uh-huh. Like, and I am a B2K fan. Omariana versus Broke My Heart, whatever, whatever. But, like, as a music head, number one, B2K wasn't even really on the album. But that's a different story for a different time. Um, when you go back and listen to the song, and just the writing and the, all of that, we fell in love with the marketing. We fell in love with the image because that that's not music. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like that is, that's not music. And for the first time, like 
within the last year and a half, I understood when my mom was like, y'all ain't listening to no music. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, how dare you disrespect me, okay? <laughs> and we weren't. She was right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. We fell in love with the packaging. Absolutely. And they did like good job. I forget who they were signed to, but good job to yeah. packaging and all of that. But no, music, it was not. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? This one is not up for debate, <laughs> respectfully <laughs> to anybody else who picked anything different. <laughs> My heart will go on Celine Dion and Titanic. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I disagree a hundred percent, but, um, <laughs> what old choice? What's yours? Uh, the, the correct answer to this question is, <laughs> um, his eyes on the sparrow from sister act two. Okay. Okay. Tanya Blunt and Lauren Hill. Like it just, it does it, like it you, does do you don't, job. yeah, you don't beat that. Like those vocals were the there. It was, but man. But That's as far as me like... defending this white woman against <laughs> Tanya Blunt and Lauryn Hill. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like cultural impact goes, you know, my heart will go on was fucking everywhere. Like, and, and that's how I was looking at it too. Like when I was thinking greatest and I, like I hate to do this but there are like people who belong to the culture and they're great inside of the culture and then there's people who belong to like the world like global you know what yeah. I mean and so that that was the lens that I picked that one through because like in 97 that's was like it was everywhere <laughs> yeah. you, there was nothing to turn on but yeah oh my god they did overstand the assignment. Yeah, yeah. They did. Shout out to Jersey, man. So start to finish, what film has the greatest soundtrack? I, I'm going to get this one correct, Alex. Um, <laughs> the correct answer is Dreamgirls. Really? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Again, I have to think which one I know start to finish every single ad lib like we're in the car don't change the song why don't you know number nine like we have a problem you know what I mean and the reason this one didn't make the playlist is because it's not available on Apple Music so they should do something about that but shh, same level soul food yes so again I can go every single song start to finish it's just not available and so for the sake of making the playlist I decided to help somebody out but oh my god he executive produced the mess out of that album escape yes. has bops on there total has bops on there just but then there's also waiting to exhale that's um that's my answer it's it, for for me. It's waiting to exhale, and then um, the first Michael Keaton Batman movie because okay. it's all Prince. It is all Prince. Yes, it is. First of all, Mike Michael Keaton Batman movie was yeah top tier. So elite, so elite. Followed by the Dark Knight series, which was definitely supposed to get a Robin spinoff and didn't happen. Um, yeah. And I'm very upset about that, but okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm Dream Girls also, the, oh, the Cadillac Records had a good one, but I'm gonna stay on topic. Dream <laughs> Girls, um, because Dream Girls also included, I, like, I like the realism and the duality of what the industry was at that time and yeah. the different versions of the song and got me a Cadillac and all of that so yeah I'm gonna st stick with Dreamgirls because it's available if it were available soul food I like it I'll allow it <laughs> I'll allow <laughs> waiting to exhale was that girl though and I, again that was like 97 I should have not yeah. been listening to these things but I was what television show has the best theme song 
Okay, so me and my sister had a whole group chat moment about this. And now we look at each other and we go number 12 and we name a show because we couldn't, <laughs> uh, we were digging them out. But for my mixtape and the one that was most uh, influential to me, I'm going Moesha. Nice. Um, Living Single was on the list. Jamie Foxx, Kim Possible. Um, uh, I don't know. We had We had a whole list. We had a ton. But for me, the Moesha, when it came out, I got my love of television from my grandmother. So all of my television was um, through her lens, things she liked to watch, coaches back in the day. Uh, she she was a soaps girl. She loved the talk shows, Forgive and Forget, Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake. Um, and so I grew to like that because that's what was on. But when Moesha debuted, it was the first time I felt like it was TV catered to me. Again, I was seven, so it was not catered to me, but <laughs> it was kids. It was Black kids on TV, and it was just like, oh, okay, Moesha came from a upper middle class family. This wasn't like good times or anything. You know what I mean? So it felt very much like they were talking to me in that I, that that's where I fell in love with TV. Like my emotional connection to characters, like me not being able to watch series finales, needing to take a break before they happen. It was all because of Moesha, so. Nice, nice. Shout out to Brandy and Shout Cheryl Lee Ralph. Uh, honestly, and I am a Brandy girl. She comes up on this playlist again. Nice. <laughs> what is the best song from a Disney film? You're welcome, Moana. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yes. I my daughter was a Moana fan and every day for two years on the way to daycare, <laughs> we had to listen to the Moana soundtrack. And my husband had to do the listen, honestly, I can go on and on. He had to do that every time she'd do it in the back seat in her car seat. Like, you didn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back. Very Joe Jackson. So yeah, you're welcome. The Rock. He honestly did his thing on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He definitely ate that up. If if you had told me that in you know in the late <laughs> 90s when he was the rock. The, the rock. That, that in 15, 20 years time, he would be doing like Disney films and being the biggest action star on the planet, I'd go, is it crack? Is it yeah, crack like, it, is it, or is it like a little crack meth combo? Like, how, how did you get here? <laughs> and in fact, we are here. We are here, and we are glad of it. We are, we are. <laughs> His contribution, definitely noted, if, yeah. if he were to be, like, removed, if Thanos was a snap or something. Right. We miss him. What is the song that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, <laughs> this song comes on, you're going to dance to it? Robin S. Show Me Love. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> God, like, what, what? Why would you be sitting down? You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're at the halfway point. How are you feeling? Yeah, we're feeling good. Think, okay. Things are going to change now. Now we're going to get to know each other. <laughs> now, now we're going to become friends. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The song could be shit, uh, but more because of the memories you have tied to it. Um, This one, Louis Jordan, Open the Door Richard. Yes. Strong second is you is or is you ain't my baby. But open the door, Richard. Again, these were songs that my grandmother sung to me, crying, soothing, rocking to sleep. My grandmother was born in 31. So nice. These, nice. these are like honestly the songs of my childhood. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love a deep cut. We yeah, we oh, we love a deep cut. Love, love a deep a cut. Deep cut. If you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song? 
would get kicked off. They'd be like, ma'am, why did you come here with this on selection? <laughs> Slowly by Tank. Nice. His first album, Force of Nature. Um, first of all, Tank is a musical genius. Like True. Ugh, definitely up there with the best. Like when you mention the greatest, you have to say his name. Um but slowly is the album is a force of nature deep cut. It wasn't a single. It was one of the last songs to be cleared when force of nature was cleared on streaming platforms. And I might've been 14 when that album came out. So again, should not have been listening, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's important to note that I was not sneaking these albums. Like they were albums that were around my house. Like this was just the music that um, we grew up on. uh, And I had no idea what he was talking about at 14, but I felt that, man. I was like, yeah, do that shit slowly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I went back through. There's um, there's a there's a spinoff of this show coming uh, later this summer uh, called Rewind. Woo-hoo. And all, all the music is very decade specific. Okay. Um, when I was doing um, the playlist, for the 90s and I was going back through like some of my favorite songs I was like this is I should that's not about oh that is a oh mm, oh mm. okay that's how my mom kept turning that off every time it came <laughs> on in the car got it right okay got mm-hmm. it also 90s playlist um song contribution Jane the vibe uh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like, are we talking music or are we talking music? <laughs> what is your theme song? Destiny's Child Survivor. Nice. Excellent and I wanted choice. it so hard to not be a Destiny's Child fan because, like, <laughs> so obvious for me. But I was telling my husband this this morning. I think when I go back and I listen to all of the like strong songs, Breathe Again, all of these women empowerment songs, they are all circled around life after a breakup. Survivor is like, no matter what you do, like I'm going to be here. You, I'm not going to trash you on the internet. You won't be able to attach any part of my success to bashing you or any of that. If That you line be, right there. If you want to be ugly and evil, you're entitled to that. I'm not even here to change you at this stage in my life. I'm just going to let you know that your attacks won't prevail. Yes. And I think that that is quite literally in more ways than one. Definitely my my theme song. Because like I have every reason to be in my villain era right now. But why? Yeah. Um, side note, that was probably their worst video. <laughs> why did they do that to us <laughs> like, like, mm, mm, like how did you take that great song yeah what is what is this they come out with that but and then it was also supposed to be a play on survivor the show but it was like so you watch survivor and this is what you came away with right mm. all right Okay. Cataracts or (laughs) (laughs) just kind of throwing things at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And unfortunately that one, I don't even think that one stuck. I think it was just the last one to fall. Yeah. And they were like, uh, kind (laughs) of. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If you you insist. Who is an artist that is considered a one hit wonder? but that you feel like should have been bigger? <laughs> Isis. They were a singing group, uh, early 2000s. Lamaya Good uh, and some people. And <laughs> that sounded so shady and it wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't. I just only remember Lamaya Good and Kiana. And so then there are two other members and I just didn't want to disrespect <laughs> <laughs> not glad it's not in the pits um but I think they came at a time where like girl groups were starting to dwindle and because they were starting to dwindle I felt like they didn't get the corporate backing 
that they should have because I, I liked it and they, and they're they had two singles off of that album which big for a girl group um and they both did numbers so they had the writers they had the everything I just feel like they didn't get the the yeah. big corporate push to make them but they could they could have definitely been in my opinion I like that that whole album honestly yeah what is the song that reminds you of home? Oh, the ways we almost got ratchet. We still got ratchet, <laughs> but it, re- it really went, it really went left. And I was like, don't do that to them. Um, them franchise boys, white tea. Nice. So I was born in Jersey here until I was 14. 14, my parents moved to Atlanta. Uh, my mom wanted me to be able to ha- like start high school and not have to switch in the middle of it, blah, blah, blah. Hated every moment, didn't want to be down south. We moved on the 3rd of July. So we got there the night of the 3rd. The next day was the 4th of July. Even worse in my 14-year-old brain, I'm like, no, we're not having a cookout. There's no family. So I was in my room sulking, me and my boombox. I got this boombox from um, The Wiz for my seventh birthday. Uh, so this, this moonbox is seven years old and it's, it's, she's the one where the speakers come apart, real square, real, you know, and I turn on the radio and I'm just scanning and I'm looking for it. And I found a Cocoa Brother in the home team on a 97.1, which is not the same station anymore. And White Tea started playing. It was actually like the song premiere and the beat and I was like okay like if this is what music is doing we could do this and I fell in love with Atlanta radio and honestly Atlanta culture from there I love that that's a fantastic answer songs (laughs) (laughs) like who is this girl (laughs) as as someone who is from Atlanta I appreciate that answer yeah did I know you were from Atlanta? I don't think I knew that. I don't think you did. Oh, no. I'm a no. Southside girl. I'm a <laughs> okay. Henry County girl. Nice. Nice. Yes. Oh, wow. Twinsies. <laughs> what is the sexiest song? Now I'm really secure. This is the only answer. Your answer is wrong if it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Janet Jackson, would you mind? Excellent. Excellent choice. Mine is actually Rope Burn by Janet Jackson. Okay. Okay. Not wrong, just not number one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean you know in 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 the in the spectrum it's basically janet owns this this question this, oh no she definitely owns this question yeah because like, yeah. who else all of my top answers were janet jackson yeah because it's just like she will if you're nasty yeah she will put out you know like take for instance if Mm-hmm. Like that's dancey as fuck. But if you like look up the lyrics, <laughs> we're getting freaky. Well, <laughs> things are happening. Demita <laughs> Joe. Demita. Yes. Actually, that whole Demita Joe album was that is a sex playlist. No, Start to honestly, finish. Honestly, she said, Joe, let me tell you, if I must do music, this is what. I am going to make you listen to. Yeah. Because I said I didn't want to do it. Nope. Now we're both uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right. And also, let's, what, what was that song? Uh, feedback. Feedback has feedback. a specific line. Strum me like a guitar. I'm your amplifier. Feedback is the. Yeah. Feedback. feedback. No. Janet is that girl. Janet yep. is that girl. Yep. I hope she finds love if that's still what she's looking for. <laughs> what is the song that defined your generation? So I felt so much pressure <laughs> <laughs> from this song. And so I said, Anna, 
I can't. I don't know. Uh, for me, wannabe Spice Girls. That is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> I think... I think the Spice Girls are amazing. That's the tweet. Um, I think that specifically at that time and even to date, unless you're in like the K-pop genre, we don't see large female groups make it. That's something that we get from male groups. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, also moving into bands, long-term members, very short turnover. We don't see that happening out of girl groups. So to get that, from Spice Girls for their message to be women empowerment, for them to show like there's space out here for all of us and in their different ways, like for each one of them to represent a part of femininity, if you will, and to show that like, it's not monolithic, you know? And then to come out and say like, if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends, like, cause y'all will come and go. <laughs> yeah. That prolific. And, you know, for the time when they like really hit worldwide success, like you didn't see a pre predominantly white group where a, a black woman who was rocking her mostly natural hair right. was basically the front woman of that the group. The front woman the front woman having a generation of girls scream girl power yeah yeah uh full disclosure i have the original spice world vhs oh, nice. in my zen room as as we speak i i will be buying it of vcr <laughs> <laughs> that movie still goes hard like if if, if that film is on i'm watching it I want my daughter to watch it so bad. I have made her a Spice Girls fan. Spice World 2 is coming. Like we know these things, but she has to see the first one and it's not streaming on anything yet or I need a VHS. Yeah. I mean, a VCR for my VHS. Yeah. And, you know, it It also, it, it speaks to how prolific they were in that, you know, they, when they get bored every couple of years, they come to, come together and do a reunion tour and it sells out in and people minutes. want it we yes. want it like we want it i are you serious i need sporty spice and posh spice in my face singing too much are you serious yeah i remember when they the olympics were in london and they did the closing ceremonies like <sighs> yeah like shit shut down like oh the spice girls are on we're here Nope. Like what? Tuned in. Tuned. Oh my God. Tuned in. Yes. There are those girls. What song is objectively the greatest song ever written? No pressure. As Stevie Wonder. Nice. Nice. Popular answer to this. Really? Yeah. Boo. I want a new answer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, also, like, could definitely be a song about love, but, like, no, I don't want to have a popular answer. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> I mean, shout out to him, though. Yeah, still doing it. It was honestly either Stevie Wonder or something written by Jasmine Sullivan, which Stevie Wonder does have Jasmine Sullivan written songs. Um Boo. Tell all those people to stop being like me. <laughs> what song is the one that you've listened to the most? Boss, The Carters. Nice. Probably just because I was very upset that Beyonce hadn't given us an album yet. So I really listened to The Carters too much. Like, this is all we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I Nothing is ever coming. That's fair. That's fair because they're there for a minute. I was like, she's she's gonna go full Rihanna, and like we're just we're not gonna get anything else. It's gonna be over over. I mean, I do think it's that after this, but yeah, I think we get act two and three. 
I, I mean, honestly, this this album was smart. I think this is how she continues to tour for the rest of her life. Because to be completely honest, how long was she going to be a Owen across the stage? Just like physically in your body. Like she's a mom of three. You know what I mean? Like how, we weren't doing that forever. So there needed to be some sort of crossover in the performance. And I think this is her Diana Ross, I'm coming out moment. Like this is how you secure the check forever true do i feel that like you can do from right here yeah <laughs> i i feel like after after act three of renaissance we get one more destiny's child album and then a tour and then she she goes full tina turner and will do like spots here and there yes i i think i agree except i think act three will be the destiny's child Oh, I think we're going to get old school Beyonce for act two. Then act three turns into the Destiny's Child something or other. Um, we tour. And then that's it. And that's a wrap. And then that that is a wrap. Yep. And then she becomes the new Clive Davis because, you know, Chloe and Hallie are already it. And yeah. She's going to be a star maker. More Beyonce stars under her belt. Clive had everybody. Whitney, Alicia Keys, some baby face. Britney. Oh, yes. I was giving Britney to Tommy in my head for that moment. But yes, Britney. Yeah. That's Tommy, man. (laughs) 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 Throw that out there. what is the greatest music video of all time because this is michael jackson thriller thriller i remember (laughs) i remember my mom sitting me down like you're old enough now (laughs) you won't be scared (laughs) this is greatness and like play I don't even know what she played it on I don't know I don't know where the video came from but I remember it being a moment like you sit down you watch this and like as the video was happening she's giving me all of the facts about the video and the budget and the everything and I just numbers wise obviously technology has grown so there are videos that look better but I still I don't think to date number wise anybody has topped it I don't I don't think so I think probably probably the closest I feel like as far as like numbers and then cultural impact um, especially for um, my generation because you're 21 um, <laughs> I love you was when the uh, black or white video dropped yes yes yeah oh my god I love that I love that video that's still him I don't think I and I really because like I felt like thriller was such a cliche answer so I really wanted to give you something else but I couldn't like I was really trying full disclosure though um all all the answers to this question have been him in some form or fashion because it's been got, thriller. Um, remember, remember the time is <laughs> um, scream. Oh uh, yes, that that was a fucking moment. Scream. That song gets played in, in my house like at least. Yeah, at least once every two weeks for sure. Like for sure. My my husband, biggest Michael Jackson stand you ever met, and my mom nice. is a Michael Jackson stand. So for me. There you go. Do you I remember this song? No, you know this song. Weird. <laughs> like, oh my god. R.P. Michael. What is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? Rodney Jerkins and Lashawn Daniels. Excellent. Big answer. Shiz and Dark Child anything they do together for the sake of a song i gave you brandy like this nice um 
I also had um, oh, Michael Jackson. It wasn't Michael Jackson. It was Rock Your Rock My World. Was also Lashawn Daniels. Nice. Um, late Whitney Houston bops is all him. Like, but anything that him and Dark Child do together specifically, gold. When he passed yes. away, I I cried. My uncle went to high school with him. He's another oh, one wow. that Jersey claims. Um, LaShawn Daniels is like one of the reasons I like music like my mom put me on it was like okay cool but then once you got into finding your style what you like nobody arranges a song like him no nobody arranges a song like him like and it just he's a genius agreed (laughs) he's a genius If you could have a song play anytime you enter a room, what would it be? What I originally put down? See murder. Fuck the niggas. Nice. <laughs> what made the playlist was smile. Um, uh, little Duval, living my best life. Like I just this whole culture of like getting your lick back and matching energy, I don't. I don't identify. You're not talking to me. (laughs) You're not. And when you argue with a fool, the person across the street can't tell the difference. So you go ahead and do that. I'm going to live my best life. Nice. I like that. (laughs) I, um, I had an answer that had been my standard answer for years and years and years. And then, you know, not to be cliche, but the new Beyonce came out. And now my answer is the first 15 seconds of Alien Superstar when she's like, I'm one of one. I'm number one. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. And like, that's it. That's also uh, the, the first 10 seconds of that girl. Like, yes, I'm, I'm dead ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then you finish the sentence, like, wherever that applies. Like, I am dead ass, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is the song that, no matter what kind of playlist you're making, no matter what kind of vibe you're going for, this song always goes on a playlist? Every single time. To Dear Moses, be your girl. Nice. Number two being tweet smoking cigarettes. Absolutely, yes. I will find a way to put that on any playlist. <laughs> like, like <laughs> any playlist. <laughs> My husband be like, what, what is this doing here? I'm like, oh, I, I, I was in the mood to listen to it and I was listening to that playlist. And then here we are. It slipped. Oops. <laughs> so this next question is a three-parter. Yes. The first part. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, before you answer, uh, I've I've had a had a string recently of uh, guests from uh, the UK, and I have Ooh. found that with the first part of this question. Um, they don't they don't do house cleaning playlists like we do <laughs> it's not because um, like I'll, I'll ask i'll ask the question and they'll go what um, do you mean <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh do y'all not do y'all not like blast yeah. anita baker when you're when yeah, cleaning mama, the house like that's not happening over there that's, that's not what y'all do okay that's all crazy. right all right fine hmm. interesting interesting <laughs> So all that being said, uh, what is your go-to house cleaning song? Anita Baker. (laughs) (laughs) But specifically Angel. Like, to just be Dexing to, you're my angel. Like, is it even Saturday? That's true. This is true. Anita Baker uh, gets the house clean. Mine is fairy tale. That's... That's the opening of. Mm, that's how we started. That's how we opened the windows and like yeah. the to get the mm-hmm. air moving. Let's yeah. go, fairy tale. Yeah. Yes. And it's like 
six and a half minutes long so i know that like i can get all the windows open and the bed stripped before the song changes yes (laughs) timing for the song is very important yeah very important because like i don't want to be scrubbing the tub to like a slow song like we have to we have to at least beat a rapture by there like to be something or or her little cover of lately Mm -hmm. i can i can clean my bathroom to that that one gives Anita, Anita um, gets the cleaning. And and Sade is heavy on my uh, house cleaning playlist. I don't like cleaning the Sade. I love road tripping the Sade. Oh, nice. Sade babyface are high on the road trip playlist. But strong second for cleaning, and this isn't a song, it's a genre, but French disco. Oh, nice. I had a coworker, um, who just was in love with French culture. Her husband was a banker. And so they would go and da, 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 da. and this is this is a song that we picked up at, <laughs> in a French club. But like this, this woman is like maybe five, three, like dirty blonde hair. Like this is not what you expect from her. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, girl. Um, but French disco. Nice, nice. Second part of this song, uh, what is your go-to workout song? My go-to workout song <laughs> is <laughs> um I don't know the artist. Uh, I think it's reggaeton, but Suave. Suave. Okay. I like that. And um De Nero, J Lo nice. and Cardi B. Like I, I like the, um, the songs with like the heavy downbeats. Cause like, I like to squat to them or I'll do jump squats to them. So I like that bump, bump, like heavy on that for my workout. Um, I can't do the rate, like I need the beat or something that I can keep on the elliptical. Yeah. House music also works for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those two. Excellent. And last part to this question, uh, what is your go-to driving song? So my name is Miss Daisy and (laughs) I have not driven in over a year. My husband drives everywhere. Um, But when I I was amongst the common folk, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Black Parade, Beyonce. Nice. Black Parade Beyonce. And before Black Parade came out, it was Flawless Remix Beyonce. Excellent. And then I'm I'm full concert. I know every single word. I've never read or written down a Beyonce lyric. And it's like my party trick. I pretty much know all of them. Like I put I'll tell like Echo play Beyonce and like every song I know. My husband is like, how? Do you fit all of that in your brain <laughs> in addition <laughs> to everything else? Like you haven't missed a run, a lyric, a nothing yet. And I'm like, it's it's my party trick. Yeah. I'm all Fantastic. the way and I'm all the way halfway through the Renaissance album. I have like I have a method in which I learn the lyrics. Um and I am on to whatever what comes after all up in my mind. Whatever comes after I'm good. I know all the way up until all up in my mind. Nice. Everywhere. That's awesome. See, I, if I can watch them perform it, I'll know the lyrics immediately. It's Mm. just just something about like, and I think it's because um, I used to do drag. And so how I would uh, like pick up how to move my mouth and stuff to the song is I would, I would watch them do it. Okay. So I think it's, it's something that that just registers the words with that makes sense i pretend i'm in the booth so i pretend i'm recording it (laughs) (laughs) and if i mess up i'm like no i need to take it back and that that's it i love that recording it and i've got mannerisms and everything full concert (laughs) get your money's worth with me (laughs) what is one song that you would give anything to see played live this was really hard for me because I've seen other than Beyonce, other than Beyonce and Fantasia, I think I've seen everybody live that like, I've got the itch to see live. Um, I grew up Southern Baptist and so I'm a church girl. So I've seen Ty Tribbett, Hezekiah Walker, Rashawn Mitchell, Kimberell, Leandra Johnson, uh, 
on the other end, I've seen Frank Ocean. I've seen, I'm drawing blanks, but Atlanta, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. you got future two chains, like all of the, like, yes, we're hype. Like I've seen all of that. And so the only thing, or the only one that I could go back and think would be a Prince performance. And to nice. be in the audience while he's performing Purple Rain, just a whole audience of, ooh, oh, wow. Like, I feel like that would be like life changing. Yeah. In more ways than one, because he's dead, but. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I just like, I've watched like YouTube videos of, of Prince concerts and stuff, and like they'll pan out to the audience, and I'm like, not enough of you are crying. Why aren't you crying? <laughs> Like you should be crying and trying Not to lick the sweat of off the back of his knee by the like, fact that you're standing in front of Prince. What are yeah. we doing? We're going to cut and do it over. Yeah. Like one emotion. No. Oh my God. I would love Prince is also like on the list of people, of people that I would love to just have to be enabled to have a conversation with. Yeah. That one, obviously not Prince, his protege though. I came this close, this close to Janelle Monet. Oh, wow. Like, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, if I, if I'm in the hallway with this woman, like I am speaking, um, I did a, one of those fashion segments on, um, Kathy Lee and Hoda. It was still Kathy Lee and Hoda at that time. Um, and so I met Tony Bennett, I met the property brothers, all of that. And then we were all in the same, like makeup area, green room area, if you will. And Janelle Monet was in the next one. They had made like a makeshift area in the hallway but her segment was on while we were getting makeup done. So she really didn't have a reason to come back in. I just saw her like pass by the door. And I was like, if that we'll have a conversation. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about social norms. Y'all, y'all can tell me I'll never, I can never come back. All of that is fine. Well, I'm gonna talk to this woman if I catch her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, um, I'm, I'm always afraid that, uh, like I had uh, Fifi Dobson on the show at, mm. uh, at the beginning of last season. And um, I had to prep myself for like half an hour before. Don't fan don't fan yeah, out. I was like, <laughs> don't fan out, don't shut down. Like, and she is probably the nicest person I have ever met in my entire life. I love that. I love, I love when the personality matches the persona and when they smell oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Absolutely agreed. Oh my God, what, what are you wearing? I'm a sense girl. So I'm like, what is, what, what is that? <laughs> yes. So we have come to the final question. You are at the gates of, you know, whatever kind of afterlifey type thing that you might believe in. Absolutely. And um, before they will let you in, they're making you a lovely gift basket. There's muffins and, you know, some some HOA type stuff, um, you know, calendars of events, things of that nature. We're, we're um, really, it's giving good place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but they are also making a mixtape of your life. Now, the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together, what is the first song on that mixtape? The first song on that mixtape is Up by Earth Gang. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excellent. We fucking made it, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like after all of the ghettoness that was Earth, here yeah. we are. I also had um, "Let Me Touch You," Kurt Franklin, uh, David Mann. Nice. I felt like that was also like if if you're there, like you're just like right there. That idea of like just 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 a just a snip, like all of this, like. It's come to this moment. <laughs> if, I, if I could please uh, touch the hem of your garment. <laughs> but no, for sure, Earth Gang. I mean, at that point, if I've made it to the lobby of the good place, I feel like God knows what he's working with. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows how I'm coming. Right, right. 
He's not mad. <laughs> I don't think he could be. True. Because I just feel like all that happens on Earth, his sense of humor, her sense of humor, whatever, it's um, top tier. Yes. And really cynical. Right. And so I feel like you would enjoy me saying, <laughs> you pussy slut that I wouldn't make it, but here I am. Yeah. I feel like he'd be like, yes, go bad bitch, go bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am of the belief that um, Big Frida is, is God, um, you know, just okay. down here, yeah. you know, doing, doing the music thing for a little while, you know, just something to do. Just chilling. Yeah. First off, you don't listen to Big Frida. What are you doing with your ears? True. That, that is what I want to know. True. So thank you so much for this. Um, as I predicted at the beginning of the episode, this <laughs> has in fact been my favorite episode. Thank you. I'm so sad that I have a popular answer. That I <laughs> it is it is now currently my life's mission <laughs> to send you a song like, did anybody say this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I had so much fun. I had so much fun. And this is this is home music for me. Um, my husband and I have known each other since I was four. He was eight. Um, but when we started dating. We were still, he was in Jersey. I was in Georgia. So he would come down to visit. And after a while, like I still had to work. I wasn't taking off. Like, this is not a special occasion. Like, you're here. <laughs> uh, so I went to work. He was at my house bored and he opens up my laptop and he puts the playlist on and he starts cleaning my house because he's amazing. And when I came home, he said, and my husband does music, he produces, he said, your playlist was one of the most brilliant things. Like your music library was one of the most impressive things that I've ever seen. He was like, there was just so much variety. And like, even now, like one of the reasons he's like, yeah, I knew I was gonna marry a girl. That's not a problem. But one of the things is he's like that, that playlist was, he was just like impressed. He was like, how do you even know this song? Where'd you find this? Like, what, what is this? And this is like, this was my college laptop. So this is like old school Apple music library where I'm yeah. making, remember you could organize it by the cover. So I was like really making playlists and I had like shit that I ride to, shit that I clean to, every, everything was shit. <laughs> shit that I ride to, shit that I clean to, like all of that. And so they were like just broken up and I took like a lot, a lot of pride. You know, you don't have kids, whatever. At that time, so you had time. <laughs> but he was just like, it was just so much music. Like, and I know you listen to it. Like, I know it's not just there. And so I'm like, thank you. You can delete all the other girls from your phone now. <laughs> but yeah, so this, this was definitely home for me. I really enjoyed it. Excellent. Um, so if there is anything uh, that you would like to plug or if you would like to drop your social media handles uh, for the folks listening at home and all over the world, you are more than welcome to. Let's go. Well, hello world. <laughs> How are you doing? And thank you for listening. Uh, um, I am Housewives in Chit Chat on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Housewives in CC on Twitter because it's too long. Um, yeah, TikTok is my main platform. TikTok, Instagram, I try to engage with everybody. We like to chit chat. I like to create conversation around the obvious. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have a good time. We run our mouth about whatever Tuesday, I'm sorry, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. I do a TikTok live with two other amazing ladies called a show about nothing. Um, and we just get on there and we chit chat about reality show, current events, political stuff, you know, from a fun little lens, uh, you know, three black women giving our perspective. And so, yeah, come hang out, come chit chat with me. Nice. Oh, uh, Roku, we have a show coming. How, how did I forget oh. that? Um, hello, world, if you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a TV show coming to Roku TV under uh, Nosy Bystanders TV. Nice. It's, her, it's her network, and so I'll have a show on that network. So Nosy Bystanders TV on TikTok is where you can get all the information about the Roku channel. Nice. October 31st, House of Mirasaki on Roku. 
That's fantastic. How exciting. That is. That is very exciting. And I will put all of that in uh, the episode notes. I, I highly recommend that uh, you follow Elle um, so that you can fall in love with her just as I have. Thank you. And you know the feeling is mutual. I love me some you. And don't let those people bully you out of doing your headlines. <laughs> <laughs> I live for them. <laughs> Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.